Oh, I might. Oh, I might. Just super chilling today. Yeah. Bit too relaxed for a podcast. If anybody's Your chair. Mm. I, I want that chair. Can you deliver yeah. that by Uber to me, please? No, this it allows me to get in touch with my wild side. You know, just the animalistic <laughs> panther that is G Sandu. Gorinda Sandu. I don't think exactly. I've called you Gorinda Sandu in about two years. I know, there's too many there's too many names. Gorinda there's Sandu. There, just my original name doesn't even mean anything anymore. It really doesn't. It's, I don't ever use it. When someone's like, who's Gorinda Sandu? I'm like, who's that? What? I don't know. And you're like, oh, gee, oh, that dude. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. What's what's been going on, Jude? What's been uh, going on? How's the dude? Week you just called me Jude. Um, had a really. I did. Busy... That was unusual. I'm quite scared. Um, just had a really busy week. Really busy, busy morning. But it's all good. Been running about. Um, yeah. Yeah, and actually, I. I was talking to my friend who does uh, my Goldster class with me. He 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 basically sets the class up and introduces me and lets me in, which is amazing. And it's so. Oh, brilliant. is he your is he your very own personal Bruce Buffer hype What's man? Bruce Buffer? Bruce Buffer, come on, the announcer for UFC. The oh fight yeah. Announcer. He's like, he is. It's time, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, introducing. Fighting, fighting out of the blue corner, Jude Jitsu. Is that how he introduces you? Please tell me that's what he does. No, he doesn't, but he, he does it beautifully. And I, I actually told him to come and listen to this podcast. So hi, Dan, if you, you are listening. Um, no, he, he introduces me and basically gets people into the class and explains what to do if you don't know what to do, i.e., you know, put me on mute or put you on mute, whatever. And, uh, and we, oh, and why, why am I mentioning this? So oh, that's it. And I, we were just talking about how if we have a day off, we don't know what to do with ourselves. Do you know what I mean? It's like, well, go, 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 <laughs> right. go, 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 go. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. And when you do have a day off, you're a bit like, what, should yeah. I be doing something? So, yeah, yeah, I spend a lot of my time rushing about. And, like, this morning mm. I talked Goldster and then I dropped her off and then I came back and then I just literally sat down 10 minutes ago and started to set up this. So, yeah. You need to calm yeah, okay. me down, G. You need to calm me down. No, I want some I want some want hectic some vibes. I want some hype. I want, yeah, I want some hectic vibes today. Yeah, exactly. I'm just uh, yeah, a bit laid back in my panther chair, <laughs> in my Jaguar chair, whatever. I don't know. Leopard spots, that's it, leopards, right? Leopards have spots. It's on um, point. In terms of fashion, it's on point. It's it's fashion. It's fashion. Uh, it yeah, I'm re I'm resonating hard. I'm just in my chill vibe animalistic modes right now awesome. just like after i after i've eaten something so i'm just i'm just relaxed are but, you in panor um, panoramic vision panoramic gaze like chill vibes yeah just i don't know I, I, like we we need to meet in the middle basically is what needs to happen it's right. like you need to i'm going to take i'm going to feed off some of your energy and you're going to feed off I'm some like, of my energy oh. and then we're going to be right in the middle yeah yeah so by the okay. end of the podcast we'll be right yeah, exactly. And by then it's too late. But, <laughs> but uh, okay, yeah, because you've touched on that before as well, which is um, yeah. when you don't, uh, when you don't have anything, to do you feel guilty about doing nothing, right? Sure. And um, so uh, since then, I think that's been several weeks, maybe even a month as well. Is mm -hmm. there anything that you've kind of worked on to 
make it so that when you are not go, 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 when you're not rushing, that you can actually just yeah. chill out. I absolutely do. Um, and it's been imperative that I have recently. Um, at, for example, yesterday, I was incredibly tired and I had one session, one 7 a.m. session, and then I dropped my son to school and I came back and I did nothing. Mm. And, it, and I was... And no, I did. I did one little thing for Instagram, but then I did nothing, and I needed to. I there was not even a thought in my mind of you've got to get up and do stuff. I mean, yeah, there's there's always stuff to do around the house that I have to get done. There's always washing to do, which is just you do that and then you come and sit back down. Um, but mm. I am a lot better at all that sort mm. of stuff. And something that I have been doing every single night without fail maybe when I've had like work at night I haven't done it is I journal in my gratitude journal and then I journal in my actual journal mm -hmm. and and then I do either a bit of breath work or a bit of consciousness which is where I sort of pull myself into the present and and just look at what I'm doing or just stay and 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 something I've been doing with my little boy as well is breathing so it's almost like a bit of a, a ritual in that I do journaling he does a bit of journaling then I'll do a bit of consciousness and then he'll come in and we'll do some breath work. And all of that is kind of, it's quite a nice downtime. Like I'll do, he, like I'm gonna do a post on this, but my little boy over the last year, his breathing has been off the chart erratic and just <gasps> chest dysfunctional, like yawning a lot, just super stressed with mm. everything that obviously with lockdown and, and everything else. And uh, And about a couple of months ago, it must have been, I was like, right, let's just get down. Lie, lie down on the bed, come just lie down. And at first he was like, I just couldn't sit still. <laughs> and then I, I just put my hands on him, like I did lateral, so side, side rib area. And I just kept, kept my hands there and I was like, just breathing through your nose, breathe out through your mouth. And it's quite meditative for me as well. I mean, it's what I do every day, but I've got another really nice story about this as well. But... And eventually, he just started to calm down. You, you just mm. see his whole body just, just drop down and down. And he stopped, stopped fidgeting, stopped moving, stopped, <gasps> stopped sighing. And he just, he just went into it. And we put some chill music on, and we do that every night. And he was mega stuck at first, all around his rib area, which is where the diaphragm, which is the main muscle in breathing, is. Is, uh, is attached to so he's, he was really really stuck around there and it really hurt when I first started to to go in and release him and now he just beauty just breathes beautifully and it's kind of it's something that he actually comes in and asks me he's like can we go and do the breathing now it's like a little ritual mm. that we have at night love it it's great and then he goes off and he does his affirmations he goes and listens to affirmations yeah. on YouTube and that's how he dials down into sleep so legend he is a legend. He is an absolute legend. But it's so just to track back, that's why it's almost like that's how I downtime and I stop being so agitated is we, we kind of incorporate it into breathwork and journaling and all that mm. sort of stuff that you and I talk about and are huge believers in um, mm. just in life for everyone, I think. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Yeah, it's beautiful breathing. It's, um, you know, who would have thought breathing needs to be beautiful. Yeah, but it does, yeah. you know. What, what's, uh, 
yeah, you were saying he breathes beautifully now. So what's that like? Is that yeah. like he's just full, like diaphragmatic, like chest and 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 abdominals as well are just beautifully rising. Yeah. So it's um, it was all in his chest and his shoulders. And when he gets agitated and stressed, it's all in his chest and his shoulders. And I see this with other people as well. And now when I cue him or when we do the breathing, it's all very much within his center. So you can see the expansion all the way through the front portion of his abdomen, all the way through his sides of his ribs. He's still a little bit stuck at times, but mm. whenever I teach anyone breathing, just through daily stresses, daily postural positioning, they will come in and be slightly off, slightly stuck on one side. So every day, you know, I'll get my hands on his ribs and, and make sure that I can feel that lateral expansion. Mm. So, yeah, it just looks beautiful. There's a little, you know, that with breathing, there is that, um, that reflexive breathing within his chest, which happens because you are breathing into your centre, but it's nowhere near in his chest anymore. And it's, yeah. it looks beautiful. It looks more like it did when he was a baby. And that's where you're trying mm. to get them back to. So or everyone mm. back to really. So, yeah, it's, it's lovely to Be see. Yeah, beautiful baby breathing. The triple beautiful B. baby breathing. Yeah. That's what we want. BBB. Did you just acronym yeah. it? <laughs> exactly. Triple B. That's where we're at. Everything. <laughs> Everything can be acronymed. I came up with a sick one the other day. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna reveal it. It's private. It's for. It's for my clients only. Okay. <laughs> but like, oh, no, it was. Please. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, no, no. That's uh, that's for my clients. You know, exclusive, exclusive treatment. And I was like, oh yeah, that's a good one. I quite like that. <laughs> but um, uh, but yeah, it's funny. No, it's, it doesn't have to be. Yeah, but I'm just gonna. I'm gonna sit with it a little bit longer, and of then course. just then push then then push it out to the world when like when it. I'm ready for it. Yeah, but uh, what, what was the other what, what was the, yeah exactly what was the other story um you said you had um, another good story about yeah him. so i hope my friend won't mind me talking about this but we so we too late uh, <laughs> we're going to anyway <laughs> sorry mate i'm really sorry my friend um so i take my son to a thai boxing lesson on a wednesday and she takes her kids as well and she came in and she was really like <laughs> And she was like, I, I, I just can't get a full breath. I just, I'm, I'm just, oh. and she was really out. And she, she looked like she was kind of on the verge of panicking. Do you know what I mean? She mm -hmm. was just like, I just can't get a full breath. I just, I don't know what to do. I think I might have to go to the emergency doctors later. I don't know what to do. I'm you know, asthmatic. And I was just sat there looking at her and I was like, mm, okay, let her calm down. Let her calm down. And I was like, look, I could assess your muscles for you if you like, because I didn't want to, interfere because when someone is in a really really hyped up state if you're like oh yeah i know what to do <clears throat> listen mm -hmm. to me da, da, da. i was like i don't know if it's going to help i could assess your muscles your breathing muscles for you see what you think and she was like okay all right and then so the class started and i just i just got into sitting i was just sort of feeling around her ribs and uh, she was and, and what tends to happen when people do get stuck in their breathing muscles, which are the muscles that surround our center as well, is they can feel ticklish. They can feel uncomfortable. They can feel almost nervy. And I was just feeling around uh, the internal obliques, which is one of them, and the transverse abdominus, which is another one. And she was jumping on one side. So I was like, okay, fine. So I just got her and held that position. And I got her lying on the floor and her diaphragm was really stuck. 
were around where I talked about earlier, where the ribs are attached, it's attached there. And she would, and that was painful as well. <clears throat> so I just, and everything was in her chest. She was just breathing all up here. <laughs> everything was just very much within her, her neck, her shoulders, her chest. Mm. And, um, and she said it just, it just felt stuck here around her sternum. And I was like, okay. So I just started to release out her rib cage, didn't do any kind of apps, like proper releases, because I just think that would have been a bit much, but just mm. held my hand there, got her to breathe into her center, then got her to do a stretch, side stretch, which you and I know helps release out those muscles around the side. And then I got just started to release around her sternum. There's like attachments to her sternum as well that you can release out. And within about 15 minutes, she'd calmed right down and she was breathing into her center and she said she could take a full breath. And it was like, boom, there we go. Okay, you're better, great. And I was like, okay, when you start to feel like you're ramping up again, just put your hands onto your tummy and your ribs and just breathe into there. And I texted her the next day, I said, how are you feeling? And she was like, I've, I felt a lot better, I could sleep. Because it was stopping her sleeping as well. And she just said, I felt right. a lot better. And uh, she said, I couldn't believe it. I, I slept really well. And I was like, oh, <laughs> thank God. So yeah. that was really cool. And I said, right, mm. well, whenever I see you, we'll be doing that breathing. So, mm. yeah, it's that, powerful that, stuff. And that changed, that changed your frame of mind as well, the state yeah. of mind. You can mm. visibly, and you see it all the time when you teach, you visibly see people dial down and relax. And they almost go into a bit of, they look a bit stoned after a while. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of what you want in a way, that the, yeah. the, the whole nervous system is just dialed down. Obviously, you want to be able to then get them to hype up a little bit to do the exercises. But, yeah, it's, a, it's an important state. To, I mean, especially when someone comes in and they're really agitated. Like I see Noah do it all the time. And if you can just ground them and bring them into that, 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 that core breathing, does really help right yeah yeah i mean i mean how many different systems did you affect there you know at the same time is like you got a state of mind to be in a better place from agitated to calming yeah. down yeah got her to um get a better night's sleep so that yeah. she can actually restore herself because it ends yeah. up otherwise being a vicious cycle where you can't sleep so you don't get good quality sleep and it puts you into more stress state, you get more stressed, you start to continue that exacerbated um, breathing pattern. And then you yeah. just intercepted, right? Where it's needed, like breath work is like, it's like, it's, it's like the most powerful, it's arguably the most powerful way to change somebody's uh, physiology um, in mm. moments as well. So you can get somebody to literally, you took 15 minutes and you completely changed their world. So that's, um, yeah, that's the power of getting that, uh, learning how to use the breath yeah. well. Yeah. And, and I think under, I think as we as trainers and teachers, like understanding where you're trying to work, how to release, and it's just come into my head like that. I'm on a few Facebook forums um, for Pilates and someone put, uh, and I'm not going to go into it massively, but someone put up what was, I think she's an oxygen advanced teacher. She's done the Bateco stuff or something. And she mm. just put up that she does this course all about the diaphragm. And I didn't read into it because I was like, I, I just don't want to, I don't want to start diving into what was becoming quite political, but everyone just kind of jumped mm. on her and was like, was this, is this a legit course? And 
you know, is there any science backed behind it? And I was like, oh, no. And I, I'm pretty sure she was like oxygen advantage. Like she was talking about diaphragm and, and slow breathing and all this sort of stuff. And And it just made me really sad that people were jumping on her because it was something that they potentially didn't know or weren't sure about or hadn't really studied much about. I don't know. It, I, I, as I said, I didn't really read into it, but it just, you know, this is this stuff is new, I think, in our world, like learning how to use the breath from an anatomical point of view and, and learning the anatomy really well and applying it to our methods. It isn't how Pilates teachers mainly teach. It is quite different, but... Is I that why think, it got political? I think so. I think so. Right. And uh, and I just thought, you know, she's 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 not just trying to pedal a course. She's trying to, you know, help people with their with their teaching. It it just seemed completely genuine, and I just found it really sad that she got pounced on. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that was just a thought that came into my head. It's like, it, yeah, yeah, this is this stuff is new, and it is hard to wrap your head around, and the anatomy is complicated, and. And there are, even within like schools of, you know, anatomical training, there are differences. And some people say this and some people say that. But if it's helping your clients to breathe, whatever it is, it doesn't really matter, I think. Yeah, or it does like, matter. Well, Do you know what I mean? But, it, you know, as yeah, long yeah. as you're trying to, to help someone to breathe better, then mm-hmm. great. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah, I mean, well, that's the thing about that kind of... Um, yeah, that, well, it's especially in that environment where it's so common for something to be taught a specific way for so long. Yeah. And then, yeah, somebody just comes in with some brand new information. So obviously people will feel protective over it and, uh, you know, show a bias towards it rather than um, being open-minded about um, what the possibilities are. It's uh, it's just like a kind of like a natural way to go. But, um, yeah, it's... Yeah, it's true where it's just, it's like, yeah, seen as a, doing it this new way is kind of seen as a threat. And That's I think I've it. said it, yeah, I've said it, I've said it before as well, where I remember being on a course some years ago. And then by the end of it, this guy who was skeptical ended up going, thinking, all right, cool, this stuff is great, but I feel like I've been fucking up my clients for the last however many years I've been doing this thing because I've been doing it wrong. It's like, that's the kind of mindset somebody's probably looking at that new information with is mm. like, is like, okay, well, if this, like on some level is like, if this is correct, then I've been wrong. And if I've been wrong, then I've been screwing people up. It's like, no, that's not how it works. You know, this is like, it's like we're layering on new levels of information yeah. and um, use it to the best of best of your capabilities um, and do what you can to the best of your capabilities with the information that you have at hand. Right. But it's, um, yeah, it's just goes to show it's important to like, keep keep an open mind keep questioning what you actually know already and yeah because yeah, if you don't you just you're going to get you're going to get caught up like that a lot you're just going to be def- mm. hyper defensive a lot of the times um you're going to be just stressing out about what is uh um stressing about like protecting what you know rather than actually just realizing that they're just probably a better way of doing something and let's be honest is like you're never going to know everything mm-hmm. and this the state that we're in right now is especially with breath work is um it's it's kind of like lost knowledge it's we're putting a bunch of modern day science on how and why it's beneficial the way that we 
preach about it or rather the the different ways of using your breath but this is stuff that's been known for literally thousands of years mm. and um so if we're going to be arrogant enough to be like yeah this um you again arrogant enough to be taking on new what receiving new information but pushing it pushing back on it because uh, you think that the way you're doing something is the only way of doing something mm. is like get your head out of your ass man mm. <laughs> it's just yeah. is because there's there's so much that you don't know and like for me personally the more i learn about this kind of stuff just the, i mean like anything is yeah. uh, is the more you learn that you don't know so yeah. for me it's just completely fascinating to just keep going down this route to keep revealing to ourselves what we do actually know yeah and then using those questions that come up from that to investigate what you what you don't know and the wildest thing about it is is there's probably so there's like is you don't know like you know what you don't know as well there's mm. a part of that right yeah. so but then there's you don't know what you don't know I and mean, you don't know what you don't know is way bigger than anything else so what you do know. Yeah. yeah yeah and not just what you do know as well it's like yeah, um, it's bigger it's bigger than the stuff that you know that you don't know as yeah. well as the stuff that you know that you know and um <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Go on, wrap your head around that. It made sense, all right? It made complete sense. I guarantee that. You practiced it, yeah? You practiced those lines. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I knew exactly what I was going to come up to. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, yeah, the unknown unknowns, you know, that old Donald Rumsfeld thing back in the day. That was funny as well. But um, but it made it makes sense. Yeah, but that's yeah, the point is, um, is wherever you're coming into it, yeah, and whether you're a client, whether you're a practitioner, whether you're somebody who has no idea, but you have like, you know, healthy skepticism, not skepticism to the point where you're like, okay, shut this down. Nothing, nothing new. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Is um, you know, when you have the healthy skepticism, it's, it's useful and use it to uh, actually question the line that you're going down. And then the, the better the answers that you get thrown at you is, okay, well, this is probably something worth worth delving into because yeah it's like okay that was in a professional forum but then there's um there's the there's the people who aren't professionals and uh, yeah. it is kind of um i would say what people think is health and fitness is barely scratching the surface of what actually health and fitness yeah. is definitely is because um, when yeah especially i mean i've been I've been talking about the breath, I don't know, since 20, 2013, 2014. And, nice. and that was probably like before it was really becoming a thing, right? Mm, and it was. So, yeah, so at that time it was like, I just had to, sh I mean, it still is the case, but you just have to show someone how it's beneficial yeah. and why you need it. And otherwise it's just like, what? All right, cool. I'm just going to be on the floor, yeah. like, Teach You're me breathing. Get me to do the, yeah. and teach me breathing. It's like, oh, I just want to lift some weights. It's like, yeah, okay, cool. But we'll, we'll get there. Yeah, we're going to do that. But I just need to show you the benefit of doing this here first. And then yeah. I remember like a clear one was um, one, of my, one of my clients was like, my, my abs hurt for three days afterwards. <laughs> and it was like, yeah, we didn't do anything. We just, yeah. all we did was uh, get you to learn how to breathe correctly. And because of the function that you gained from breathing correctly and just waking up the muscles uh, so that they allowed you to breathe properly and um, you know, put a little bit of load on them while you're trying to maintain good breathing quality. 
it was like 20 minutes worth of work and it was like, yep, I was, it hurt to laugh for the next few days. So I was like, cool, there you go. You learned the benefit in, in a way that you are familiar with. If like, you know, for a client it's like, if muscles hurt, it's great. I've got to work out. I was like, well, first of all, that's not the complete story. That's not how it generally works to make improvements. But the flip side is, is you know, that there's value to this in in the model that you view it through. So it's um, yeah, just, just uh, approach things with an open mind because the methods there are many, but uh, principles there are a few. Yeah, that's a really nice phrase. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it is like that. I've seen it or I've heard it a lot. People get defensive, don't they, when mm-hmm. something's being challenged that, that they, they know. Mm-hmm. And I remember when I first did Kathy Dooley's core immaculate dissection course and she was talking about the diaphragm and breathing and all the muscles that are around breathing and all the core muscles involved in breathing which are of which there are about seven um i I was a bit like at first i was a bit like oh shit i've been teaching everyone wrong i've been teaching (laughs) the pelvic floor wrong but i didn't get defensive i got curious i was like okay teach me I want to know what the correct, not the correct way is, but I want to know this way. And I remember my friend Andy, who's an NKT um, neurokinetic therapy practitioner as well, and a Pilates teacher, we were both sat there going, there's no navel to spine. Okay, so there's never a navel to spine. Do we not teach navel to spine anymore? And, and Kathy was like, oh, no, no, there's certain instances where that's going to happen. But on the whole, no, this is not how we teach it here at ID. And it made perfect sense to me. It was like, of course it, of course that's right. And and rather than thinking, no, that's wrong. I'm not going to teach that. You know, it's just. I think it is just get curious with the information, and mm-hmm. and try not to be defensive. It's like nothing's wrong. You haven't fucked your clients up. It's it's just a new way of looking at it. If we look at science, it's like science advances all the time, and things that we thought we know, we now know differently. And it's just the same with anatomy and breath work and everything that we're learning and probably in a couple of years it's going to change again and everything we know about the pelvic floor might be different but as long as we're listening and learning then I think that's the only way we can pass it on to our our clients and you and with our clients as well you can't just like go oh we're going to learn it completely differently you have to drip feed it into the way that you teach as well it's not just bam we're going to do something new you have to slowly slowly introduce this new way it's like i'm just slowly introducing oxygen advantage stuff into my teaching and 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 it is it's difficult because it's like how do you get everyone to breathe in and out through the nose how do you get them to do it quietly and gently so it's just you just take a moment and you apply it slowly slowly and that's Mm -hmm. that's all you can do but i think we just got to keep being curious and keep learning because that's how we're gonna get new stuff yeah exactly or it's just get rid of your old clients, bring in completely new ones and be like, <laughs> we're doing it differently. <laughs> you're like, if you're not going to take this, you're done. Get out of here. <laughs> you go. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Well, yeah. I mean, at the same time, like, um, you know, what's incredible is like, you know, as you evolve, your clients will evolve as well. Right. Lovely. So they're going to, yeah. yeah, which is, which is really cool. It's, um, 
the ones I remember, I remember like, yeah, there were certain clients where it's like, I just need to stick to like, they just want to stick to this certain thing. It's like, yeah. if, if you bring in something new, it's like, nah, ain't going to happen. My head's going to go. But then, yeah. Totally cool. Yeah. Or it's just like, or just not even just like head's going to go. They're just like, yeah. okay. It's just like, I just want to oh, okay. stick to this, stick to this one thing. But, uh, but yeah, over time, like, um, the, um, but the ones who were, are interested in that kind of thing, you know, yeah, you just, like you said, you just drip feed it in. And, um, but they, yeah, they evolve better because of that as well. And, um, and it's no surprise that like over time, the ones who didn't want to, um, want to take on board the new things that I was picking up as well. It was like, yeah, I just don't end up working with them over time as well. It's just because, yeah. you know, it just it doesn't over time, it just doesn't end up being the right fit. It's like, there's nothing, there's nothing wrong about that. It's just uh, the, the fit changes, right? It's like, yeah. um, the, the kind of, the kind of client and I'm working and, and uh, ends up changing. So, yeah, it's um, uh, yeah, it's part of yeah your own evolution. It's cool to see it being reflected in your in your clients as well, and how much better they'd get. Absolutely, and don't you find that when you're studying something or you're fascinated by a particular thing or you're working on something, that they're the clients that you tend to attract as well. Mm. So yeah. I tend to do a lot of postnatal because I I love it. I'm interested in it. Um, I do a lot of bad backs, and people come to me with anxiety and things like that. And I think. You know, it's not that I attract it. It's just that I'm I'm interested in that that mm -hmm. type of thing. I I know I can help those sort of people. And I think as I evolve and wherever I'm going to go next, it's like they're the probably the clients that I will attract. Not because it's in my advertising, mm -hmm. but more because it's. I think it's just something that I'll be interested in in learning about. No, yeah, I tend to find that anyway. Yeah, no, I think uh, yeah, there's definitely something to it. Is, mm. um, you put that. Yeah, you just kind of like, uh, yeah, you just put that energy out there and then somehow it just gets reciprocated, right? Yeah, it's just, exactly. um, yeah, yeah, and somebody walks through the door, he's like, yeah, I was just thinking about this the other day. <laughs> I know, it's really yeah. weird. Anyway, yeah, you've got anxiety and you've had a child and you've got a C-section and you've got a bad back. It's like, this is exactly, yeah, exactly. This is everything. This is everything that I wanted. I was like, and you're just like, she walks in, you're like, yeah. Give, give it to me. And then she's like, uh, uh, am I in the right place? Um, you're like, yes, you're in exactly the right place. <laughs> I love this shit. Don't scare the people off, though. Come in, come in, come in, sit down, sit down, sit down. I've got loads. No, you don't do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's great. That's uh, that's hilarious. I always love what, like, uh, what Kathy says about that as well, because yeah, you're, you're hyped up that they're messed up in their yeah. view right and, uh, and they're like why are you getting why are you getting excited about me being all jacked up over here you're like no you don't understand you don't understand but I like yeah i like what um kathy uh you mentioned kathy do i like what she yeah. says about this as well she like somebody comes in is like i feel broken she's like awesome i wicked. love it it's wicked just so uh, because yeah because uh it's and it's true as well it's basically your, your nervous system your body has done whatever it can whatever it has been um whatever it can to keep you moving forward and uh, and this is like you know you get into that last resort and the fact that you're still standing and you're still here you're still able to like walk through the doors into into my office and come and see me is like well look at you man this is like how much resilience do you uh, do you kind of have right or um in that sense and and so it's um it's kind of it's kind of like yeah appreciate appreciate that appreciate the the levels uh, it's it's really difficult to do it's really difficult yeah. to do it's like appreciate it when you're messed up because your body's just trying to help you out basically the the yeah. whole way through it's just trying to help you out and uh it's um 
it's a, it's it's a hard thing to be able to do be grateful for that kind of thing but yeah. as soon as you are your actually your recovery becomes a lot easier as well and um and you could appreciate yourself you could appreciate your body for what it's actually capable of because it's it's doing it's it's on hyperdrive trying to trying yeah. to help you out trying to make you trying to make you navigate your environment trying to make you function in your environment and um so yeah so just be like okay this is awesome <laughs> yeah and yeah. and actually talking of that i uh i was teaching my class this morning and um there were a few moves where i actually was like and and my back was like it it just i don't know what it did but it, it was like this is quite painful what what's going on it literally made hmm. me jerk up and i was like oh um and so now again i'm getting curious i'm like why is my back doing that what's happened and mm. i've been lifting heavier weights with my friend and I'm like, okay, that's probably what it is. And then I was just, and, and I suppose because I'm a practitioner as well, I'm like, I'm starting to assess that. I'm thinking that's multifidus. There's definitely going on something going on mm. with multifidus, and uh, I probably need to get down and do a little bit more of uh, that sort of lower back pain. Um, mm -hmm. My program, and uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, and I, it was, and if there's something I can relate to people that do have those moments where their back just goes, it's like, I wouldn't say don't worry, but I would say know that your back is there protecting you and there are going to be certain movements that might make it feel like it's straining more and 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 those movements where it feels painful it's that that's a protection mechanism and so I just sort of I was talking so I think you could even hear the catch in my voice as I came down I was like <laughs> <laughs> and I came back <laughs> <up."> <laughs> but I was just like, oh okay maybe I shouldn't go down this far you're just like <laughs> And now you're going to bring your leg back into position. <laughs> just, just bracing so hard throughout the movement. Oh, and I'm guessing you. <laughs> right. So I was wondering, I was like, you're laughing way too hard for this to not be true. So that must have been what happened. <laughs> I was standing and I was rolling down and it just caught and I went. <laughs> I can get through it and that was a warning <laughs> signal that I need to do some more rehab work so right it's just that whole thing about don't worry just get curious go and get some help and and mm. know that that it's fine it can be it can be made to get better I think but yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Right. <laughs> brilliant how is uh how is your strength training going actually it's going really well Mm. Uh, I don't know why I sounded sarcastic when I said that, <laughs> but um, no, it's going really well. I think I'm laughing because I'm going to tell you how much I squatted uh, the other day and you'll be like, that's nothing. But to me, it's like the heaviest I've ever squatted. So yeah, go on. Um, what was it? It was about, it was about 53 kilos, which is nearly me. Bam. Respect. Uh, and I was squatting it and, uh, and, she, and Marie was making me do loads of different squats with it. But I don't think it was that that did it. I actually think it was the deadlifts that probably did my back a little bit. I don't think me okay. and deadlifts have a very good relationship. Bit of a, bit of a love-hate relationship. I don't think they're brilliant hmm. for my type of spinal condition. Okay. Tell me what you think, yeah. actually. So you can, you can help me out here. Tell me what you think. So 
I can't get into the position. My back will not posturally go into a kind of, you know, you have to be quite, quite level and then have your legs underneath and then pick the weight up and put it back down. My spine won't do it. It kind of curves a little bit. It goes into a bit of flexion. I just cannot make it go into that neutral position as so I this is when you're deadlifting. Right, it's deadlifting off the floor. There's no yeah. uh, assist. Um, okay. So there's, yeah, so you've got the bar and you've got the weights. And what was I deadlifting? Probably similar amounts. Mm-hmm. Mm, maybe a bit less. Yeah. No, it must have been a bit less. And I think that's what did it. Yeah, well, if, um, yeah, if you're pulling off the floor and your back is going into flexion off the floor, then just raise where you're lifting the bar from. Okay. So just pl- just place, um, it could be like you could put a weight plate underneath it and that okay. can be enough for you to be able to get into the position without you okay. translating any movement through your back. So, um, because, and then you can gradually work into the, the range uh, mm. uh, to get it, to actually pull it off the floor. So in that instance, it's like, okay, yeah, if the deadlifts did it, but you're not able to get yourself into position, then you know as much as anyone else that you're going to f- end up creating movement through your back while you're lifting something through with load, and that's yeah. not that's not that's not helpful. It's no. not healthy. So over over long term, so put it into a position, uh, put the uh, lift it off the floor. Uh, sorry, lift it off the yeah. base where it's just slightly lifted, and. Um, and so that you're able to keep a, keep a neutral spine throughout, because mm. um, personally, I think like yeah, at the right stage of somebody's rehab, um, they've done everything. They're getting out of pain. They're moving better. You um, and I was actually going to say this to you at one point as well, um, mm. especially if, I think uh, if you because I wasn't I wasn't aware that you hadn't done like that level of strength training for the longest time, right? But I was like, okay, well, that could ever. be the next piece for you, or ever, yeah, right? Ever. Okay, so, so I think that could be like you know, when you do it well, that would be the next piece for you to feel even stronger and like potentially, uh, I think your back could um, feel even better. And like so, on those days where you do notice that it's a little bit off, I think um, uh, you, but you getting stronger, those days will be yeah. less and less, and those moments will be less and less frequent. Yeah. Um, so. Um, uh, yeah, I think that could, yeah, I think that could be something like, you know, keep, yeah, keep doing it, keep doing it well. Okay. I think, um, I think less that could weight, really, I reckon. Really help you out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just start off, yeah, start right. off with less weight, but, um, but it sounds like it's more of the range was the issue mm. less than the weight. And, um, so yeah, just change the, change the, change the level that you're lifting from, that you're yeah. pulling from and then, and then go from there. And, um, and then when you get more comfortable, when your body is able to receive that um, movement with that kind of load, it will allow you to eventually build up more range as well. Yeah, so you can pull, pull off yeah, pull off the floor without flexing the back. Because that's the biggest problem people make is like they just want to deadlift off the ground. It's like, no, mm-hmm. like you can't, you can't, you're just flexing your back throughout the whole movement. So let's get you. Um, let's get you lifting off a platform to begin mm. with and then get used to that. And that way you can, the, the strength carryover is still there. You can still strengthen that posterior chain massively and that's uh, that's hugely beneficial. So yeah. take everything that you know with yeah. regards to proper posture and breath Breathing. Um, yeah. uh, throughout, uh, throughout a movement and bracing throughout the deadlift to protect your back from, protect yeah. your spondy from pulling forward and then lift and then i think you'll you'll actually find that oh this is actually helping makes me stronger rather than making you feel weaker i love it though and i actually Mm. went for a run the other day um once my legs had eased off because they were really achy for a couple of days Mm. 
and it all felt easier. And that's what I love about strength training mm-hmm. is that my running felt that's easier. It. I felt cardiovas- cardiovascularly stronger because my, my leg muscles weren't taking the brunt of everything because they just felt so much stronger. Yeah. And I noticed visually already, you know, it, 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 not that it matters. And we had a whole conversation about this last week, but you do look better. Like doing strength mm-hmm. training, 100%, you do look better. So it's just like these incremental gains for doing it the whole time, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, but I noticed, sure. yeah, I noticed that um, I'm definitely stronger with running. And my mate's like, look, you need to le- eat, start eating a little bit more, but I can't really wrap my head around that, if I'm honest. Like, I've, I've got a certain amount that I eat every day. And she's like, yeah, you might need to eat a little bit more. And I'm like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard, though, isn't it? When you're in a kind of in a routine of eating a certain way and someone's telling you to eat a little bit more, it's like, mm-hmm. okay. yeah, just, well, um, all right. Yeah. Let's break that down a little bit as well. Mm. Like, uh, well, first of all, it's like, we, I know you said like, it doesn't matter so much, but you end up looking better. It's like, well, it still matters, right? It's still yeah. like how we look still matters yeah. to us. So, and it's also, we talk about it, It's like, a, it's a representation of, um, of, of the effort that you're putting in as mm. well. Like, so it's cool it's cool that you start to look better but it's like it's you know it's what it's representing as well it's like yeah. okay i'm getting stronger i'm, I'm proud actually... of myself more than anything yeah. it's like a, yeah. a, i'm like this is what i wanted to do and 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 mm-hmm. i can see the benefit from everything else so yeah 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 exactly and um, yeah i love it it's like already it's like within a matter of weeks you're like oh my running feels so much more smoother mm. and i just feel like i've got a lot more in the tank and yeah. it's not like you change anything with your running it's just that the the strength training has contributed to it, so making you a lot more efficient, it's making you a lot more powerful. So, mm. um, yeah, so what is it about the uh, introducing more food to sustain your new levels of activity with strength training is, is kind of putting you off? I don't think I do enough strength training to warrant eating more calories every day. I genuinely don't. I only do it once. I might do it, it might be once, twice a week. And mm-hmm. one heavy lifting session, I don't have all those weights at home, so it'll be a slightly less heavy session. I just, I don't know, but it, I think it is more psychological than anything. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I, I count vaguely, I vaguely know how many calories I eat per day. So to up it by two, three hundred calories seems like a lot to me. And I just, I just, I guess because it's so new, I don't know where my balance is. I don't want to put on weight. Um, I obviously don't want to lose weight. I just, I just want to keep it the same and just, and obviously hope that the strength training I can manage it, but also that I can make improvements with that. But yeah, it just, feel, I think it is just a psychological thing. It's like, really, you want me to eat more when I feel like I'm doing quite well with my nutrition, you know? And she's mm-hmm. like, you can put, put some protein powder in there as well, which is fine. Um, but it's like, do I eat that on the days that I'm not training? Do I still have protein powder? How does it all work, this nutrition stuff? Because I don't know a lot. I don't know enough about it to to organize myself like that. Mm-hmm. So I know, and she's like, you need to eat more carbs. And, and it's not that I think carbs are bad. It's just like I was managing quite well before. So it's, I think, just incorporating something new. Mm-hmm into your nutrition is is i but yeah it's hard when you've done it a certain way for so long do you know what i mean mm. why is uh, what's why is she suggesting that you need to eat a little bit more uh so i have more energy for training okay yeah cool um 
right? And then, and then what's in your your concern is to not uh, gain weight. Yeah. 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 That's essentially, it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, what kind of weight are you thinking here? Like, you talking I don't, about? Uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't really want to. I don't. I feel like I sit well at a certain weight, and if I put on a couple of kilos. I don't, I don't know, it, I think it is just a psychological thing that I don't like seeing that on the scale. I don't know if I look mm-hmm. any different. I don't know. It's hard to know. Mm. I don't look at myself all the time. You know, like Emily was saying last mm. week, you don't, you don't, I don't stand in front of the mirror assessing myself. I don't have mirrors in my studio. I don't, I don't go anywhere with loads of mirrors or anything. So it's it's not like I'm I'm looking and assessing the whole time. So when I see it on the scale, it's like, oh, that must mean I'm bigger. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It's like, mm-hmm. I think as a woman, if you've gone up a couple of kilos, that's almost half a stone, you know? And it's like, oh, does, does that mirror in my body? Is that translating into my body? I couldn't tell you, actually. I, I don't think it is, but yeah. I think it is more a kind of psychological viewpoint than anything physical. I think. Yeah, yeah. It often it often is. So it's um, so yeah. If you put on a couple of kilos, what do you associate that with? I feel heavier, more sluggish. Uh, I suppose like do my clothes fit better? Do I do I look bigger? Because I'm quite little anyway. It's like do I look bigger? I think it's quite mm-hmm. easy to look bigger when you're little, when you're short, do you know? Mm-hmm. It's right. like someone like you could probably get away with it because you're tall, whereas <laughs> you'd notice it on me quite easily because I'm short. <laughs> right. right. Um, no, I haven't thought about that. Well, I think it no. kind of depends. It's like, for example, well, if you think of like Umar, right? He was 180 kilos and he now holds around 100 kilos. Uh-huh. And... Um, but the thing is, he's the kind of dude, his frame, even though he's like six one or something, his frame can handle, like, look, like, he can, he would be 130, 140 kilos and you wouldn't think it's like, you wouldn't think it's obese, right? No. So Not it's, it's that kind of frame. Whereas he's basically, he's an inch taller than me, but if I was 130, 140 kilos, you're like, dude, how you, I've just put on twice my body weight practically, you know. It's like, it's like how did that? How did that happen? Like, well, that makes no sense. Right? Where he wears the fat suit. <laughs> Do you remember right. that one? Oh, uh, the, the oh, okay. When they're doing, um, is it like a uh, alternate reality? One? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. He marries yeah, yeah. Monica. That that be you, fat suit. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. It's just yeah. It's just wild to think about me being that size right so even though like he's just that much uh, he's only maybe an inch taller than me our frames are entirely different oh, there's no way I I, there's I no way it, i could I carry it. that off whereas yeah, okay. uh, yeah so that, that that kind of thing matters so yeah so yeah you're associating with being heavier with well it is because you know you put on a couple of heels you're heavier but it's yeah. um yeah you're worried about like okay do clothes fit and mm. like um do i will i look bigger um what about like performance and things like that it doesn't affect my Pilates in any way. I mean, I teach an awful lot and I have to demonstrate an awful lot. Um, with running, yes, it, it, might, it might affect my running for sure. Um, yeah, it does. You just feel, mm. you feel, 
you feel sluggish, don't you? When I'm up and downstairs, that's that's probably when I'd notice it the most or doing martial art because you just you feel like you can't. You're not as agile. You, well, for me anyway, mm. you're not as agile. You're not as as quick. Like, that's mm. the one thing with me in martial arts. That, that that's all I have is speed, really. With especially against you guys, it's like, that's the only thing I have is speed to get away from <laughs> you all. So <laughs> if I haven't got that, then I haven't got anything really. So mm. yeah, it's that so, kind of thing. Right. So, um, uh, but with with that extra couple of kilos, are you? have you been an extra couple of kilos but still been lean like have you because well this here's the thing no. so this is this is um this is something yeah like worth uh, worth looking at because mm. what what tends to happen is you know you're looking at it and been thinking like okay if i put on a couple of kilos you know it's like nearly five pounds i'm going to be a bit sluggish i'm going to be slow but our association with it is if we put on five pounds of fat right and it's yeah. and that's that's the only thing that we know is like if we put on weight yeah. we're like oh crap i put on five pounds of fat and mm. um and then you you're wondering how you look you feel like you're sluggish you feel all these different things whereas if you put on um a couple of kilos of muscle over the next you know three to six months or something doing it um you could actually <coughs> even like there is potential that you could even fit into your clothes better yeah. because you're leaner um so you know you've just re replaced you know the muscle to fat uh, you've improved your muscle to fat ratio so your body composition is improved so if you're a couple of kilos heavier but it's coming from more lean muscle tissue mm. and um you still look how you want to look you still um, you, you don't feel lethargic. That heaviness actually doesn't translate because you're like, I feel a lot more spring in my step because I'm stronger and my running is still pretty good. Mm -hmm. And if uh, and then uh, your performance is better in in all those different ways. Like then, when when you frame it like that, does it matter if you're a couple of kilos no. heavier? Absolutely mm. not. No. Yeah, it is, yeah. And, and it is just that psychological switch, isn't it? That mm -hmm. if everything still looks the same or it looks better, then it kind of shows you that that doesn't matter. Then does it? I think mm -hmm. it's a balancing act, and I think that it's. And again, I'm going to cite Emily. You have to use those tools, that information, to make decisions on your nutrition, your training, and everything. You know, if if you are heavier but you do look better. Then, then you're using that information well. If you're heavier but you mm -hmm. don't fit into your clothes well, you are sluggish, then that information is telling you that you need to change something. So at the moment, because I've just introduced this, you know, heavy strength training for me, I don't know how to manage everything. It's not something I'm used to. So it is just mm -hmm. finding out what nutrition works. Can I up my food? Can I introduce protein powder? What's that about? You know, it's it's mm -hmm. just stuff that I haven't really ever experienced yeah. before. So, yeah, it's just learning to incorporate it into your into your day, into your into your week. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, fully. And um, yeah, there's a couple of things which about it uh, which are interesting and important to note. Is um, if, first of all, is like you don't have to do everything all at once. It's no. just like okay, well, if if I need to eat an extra couple hundred calories. Um, then let me just stick to training days, right? So I'll just mm -hmm. do that on training days where I need to, well, I'll just make sure I get a little bit more carbs and a little bit more protein in me. And, um, and then, yeah, you know, we can work out getting specific around that. And then um, the, what was the other thing? God damn it, I've already forgotten it. I don't know how I've done that. Uh, should have started with that one probably. <laughs> it's, uh, um, 
God damn it, I can't believe I forgot. It just completely left me. As soon as I'm about to say it, it was like it just it just grew wings and flew out of my mind. That's, well, that's, that's my what brain it felt most like. days, to be fair. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was really funny. Yeah, that's what I did. Sorry, sorry. It literally actually felt like something had just um, flown out of my brain. It felt like a bird just flew away. <laughs> that's the image. That's the image that I have in my mind of that. I like that that's image. yeah. It's um. Uh, it's funny. What, yeah, it's funny what my mind does. Like you know, you yeah. just like uh, you start to start to notice on these different things and uh, you just go oh it feels like I'm like you know if I'm talking and I'm working something out it feels like I'm walking down a path that hasn't been trodden and it's literally forming in front yeah. of me like like the tiles on the path are actually being created as I walk along it's great visuals it's very film-esque yeah yeah, sure. yeah well that's yeah well yeah I don't know I'm quite heavily influenced go. by movies I, I think know. and then and then, yeah, with that one is like uh, the thought left my mind. It literally felt like a like a bird, like my thought was a bird and it flew off. Like that's that's what it looked like in my mind. I was like, where did you just go? <laughs> what just happened to you? And I think that's really cool. I think like because oh man, there's some weird stuff about that stuff like that as well. It's just people people are just different. Like uh, so, I get that, I get that kind of visual, or you know, I might be seeing words in my head. There are there are actually people who have zero visual, like they I'm they can't like yeah they that's will not I see have. something yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, that's all, all I got man all I've got is visual I'm so that's how I learn but that must be how you learn then that you, I learn very visually it's like I don't learn by listening I have to see and that's how mm. and then I remember the scene or whatever it is that we're learning it's like I'm, mm -hmm. I'm always interested in how people learn because when you yeah. say people don't vision I'm like how does that even what, what do you do then do you listen it's like, I can't so how yeah. how do you do it do you is it visual or is it everything or is it what is it kinesthetic as well kinesthetic <laughs> oh, oh man I, I wish I didn't cut you off there you're going to say something wild there <laughs> I can't remember. Yeah. I You're going to make something up entirely. You're going to be like calisthenics? <laughs> calisthenics? No, I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, kinesthetic. Just experiential feeling it, right? And That's then it, visual, yeah. audit, auditory. I, I, I think it's, um, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm like... Uh, I don't like uh, I think it is is like we might have a bias towards something but everything else matters as well sure. so um but I feel like yeah I feel like I'm a bit of I don't know I might have that thought where it's like that's visual but then I'm also like quite auditory and I definitely when it especially like I mean you can't get away with it really um in jits is like it's more experiential like yeah. um I know people like I know people who can like watch something and be able to apply it um, more quickly than others. I can do and, a bit of that. Uh, yeah. 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 But then, but then it's like, yeah, okay, I get that, but I'll, I'll have to just be like, all right, fine, just show me a few times. I'm gonna fuck it up a few times, and then, then, uh, then by feel, I'll be like, oh yeah, okay, cool. Yeah. And yeah. then it gets better and better and better. Yeah, I think I think I'm a little bit of everything because I'll hear something. And uh, I think the tone of something like mm. is is important in how I uh, store that information. If I'm learning something, and then um, 
yeah, visual, like for, yeah, I think it matters for, yeah, it matters on a level, but yeah, I think I'm just, for me personally, I think I'm all over. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Mm. Mm. But yeah, but, um, but yeah, going back to that thing, at least sticking to one bit that I remember, which was the, um, so with the nutrition aspect is like, all right, well, for now, like, like, okay, training, if you're doing the strength training one to two times a day, a week, sorry, then just eat those few extra calories on those, on those days. Mm -hmm. And, um, Oh, that's here we go. See, I talked myself back into I it. I remember it. now. I it knew just how's that that visual is an envelope coming through the post. It just just got delivered. It just came back to me. <laughs> Say the thing before you forget it again. Come on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh shit! I lost it. It's like it's like Fight Club. It's like <laughs> do you remember that scene? I said it to you the other day as well. It was. Uh, what was yeah, it? You're gonna forget Brad- the other thing. I'm not. I've I remembered now the importance of eating enough. That's that's it. But hey, that's such cool. a sick scene. Where like uh, you know they're in the basement. Is like I'm like I'm fucking Lou. Who the fuck are you? And he's like, <laughs> that's it. Brad Pitt's just getting pounded. Um, he's like, you know, you're gonna leave this place. And he's like, okay, yeah, I got it, I got it, I got it. Oh shit, I lost it. And then he just gets smacked again. That. It's so I'll good. Watch that film again. I need to watch that film oh. again. Oh, it's excellent. It's. Um, Excellent, excellent movie. Um, yes, yeah, so the idea there, so the second thing was the importance of eating enough. So because yeah. it, like for most people is, uh, like for you, you're not really worried about losing weight. You're thinking more about gaining weight here. And uh, for most people yeah. is um, weight loss is a big thing. Yeah. And uh, but, but what's really important there is to make sure you're actually eating enough because people tend to go through um, heavy restriction thinking this is what I need to do. Like I had a former client who was like, oh, I know I need to eat 800 calories a day then I'll, and, I'll be, and I'll be losing weight. And, and like it was put into that person's mind that this is the only way you can do it. Oh my God, and I was I like, oh. yeah, and I came in and I was like, all right, here's here's a set of the habits we're going to develop them but there is absolutely no way under my watch you're eating less than absolute minimum you're not going to eat less than 1300 calories and um like i was like there's no way that's happening um and it was just such a wild change in thought it was just mm. i know mm. surely i'm supposed to do that but when you're doing that you you create all sorts of like uh, responses physiologically which essentially you know, people can liken it to the starvation mode is like there's only so much change that your body will make before it goes, I'm just not getting enough energy, so I'm going to slow down the metabolism over time. And it's like you actually, um, uh, and and it's not just the metabolism, but you will see, uh, the other things that affect it is like, for example, like your basal metabolic rate is just how much energy, how much, what is my metabolism how many calories am I burning on a day where I'm just doing nothing? I'm just lying mm-hmm. down essentially. And then you figure that rate out and then that can drop if you're basically not consuming enough you know, energy okay. because your body's like, I'm going to, I want to, I want to conserve, but it's the other things as well. Like when you're conserving like that, uh, the next biggest thing uh, that is associated with calorie burn is actually your, what's called neat non-exercise uh, activity thermogenesis, which just basically means the calories you burn moving around, like doing day-to-day stuff, which okay. isn't spe- specifically exercise. Okay. So that could be literally I'm sitting here, I'm moving my hand around, I'm fidgeting, 
um, uh-huh. that is neat. That is non-exercise activity thermogenesis going on. Okay. And um, like, um, and so that goes down. That's actually the next biggest chunk of your um, uh, calorie expenditure for the day. Like, believe it or not, people think it's exercise. It's like, it's actually not that. No, it's is, your movement throughout the day, yeah, right? That's it. Yeah, your baseline level of movement throughout the day. So mm-hmm. that will that will go down automatically because your brain just knows it's like i can't let you do anything because you're heavily restricted here so i'm going to stop that from happening so so yeah so you will you will not expend as many calories as well and then the effort you can put into your exercise goes down um so um yeah there's there's all those things and naturally you end up conserving more calories as well so you're like i'm i'm eating let's use that example i'm eating 800 calories i'm not losing weight it's like because yeah that's yeah that you're in a bad spot. You, we're not oh. going to do that. You start to eat enough to be able to support your levels of activity. You become more active. You have more neat going on. And um, therefore, you start to increase your calorie expenditure again at a, at a healthy level. And you'll be able to you know, lose, that, you know, lose that weight again. You start to shift it. So there is actually an argument for a lot of people who do go on this um, uh, weight loss journey is like just make sure you're eating enough because mm. and and then when you're doing what you're doing is like you're eating enough calories to support pilates and running but now yeah. you're going to be doing strength training and with strength training you're going to put on muscle tissue muscle tissue is more metabolically active so you need to consume more calories to be able to uh, handle the that level of activity and also okay. handle the, the the muscle tissue that you're 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 gaining as well otherwise it's just um you're 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 putting a brake on your uh you're, you're basically trying to move forward with the handbrake on like mm. uh, if if you're not if you're not eating enough but you're incorporating this this level of training so um yeah just make sure you are eating enough and that doesn't have to mean like we said it's not all or nothing where you just slam down 200 300 calories extra per day it's mm. like let's just work with all right let's just make it on training days around my training routine i'll just eat a little bit more and uh, or i'll have an extra meal and that's it i'm good and um and then that will solve that and then as you go along as you as you improve you'll start to know uh, that your body's going to need a little bit a little bit more mm. as well or, or and when it's going to need it and uh, but yeah it's approaching that with a an appropriate plan for your nutrition as well yeah that's really cool um that's that's yeah. great advice something that came up as you were you were talking is like what what's your opinion on cheat days i hear this this phrase a lot cheat days and um mm. i don't know how i feel about it where you I, and and it can be like a cheat day or a cheat meal but it's like what are your thoughts on it yeah there's um there's 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 a lot to there's a lot to we could pack unpack there, mm. um, in terms of like, well, it, it, in a way, it's like what what is, uh, yeah, what exactly are you asking about? So it's like there's okay. there's thoughts on thoughts on cheat days, but it's like, uh, in relation to what outcome? Okay, so say you have. A nutrition or a way of eating like a nutrition plan and you stick to a certain amount of calories every day and you're eating really well or a phrase that's used a lot is you're eating clean um mm. but to me it's just like you're eating nutritionally balanced food um and not loads of processed food so if you're doing that six days a week 
and then you have a cheat day, not for anything necessary, just because you want to keep what you're doing within your training working and you're moving forward and you're performing optimally, then a lot of people talk about cheat days and having a day or a meal where they eat what they want, you know, or they, they have a burger, whatever it is, pizza, takeaway, that kind of thing. I, I don't, I don't really do it. I, I have moments where I have more, like yesterday I had more in the evening, but I don't, today's a cheap day. Do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. I, I get it, but I just wondered what your thoughts were on it. I mean, I just feel like if I want a cookie, I'm going to have a cookie. I just build it within my calorie intake. And I just kind of do that every day. Not every day. I don't eat a cookie every day, but do you know what I mean? It's like, I just build it within what my nutrition is for the day. Um, hmm. I don't know. So, and for me, it's like if I had a cheat day, I think I would just go for it, you know. If I, and it's just I don't think that's quite the right idea. I don't think hmm. you just get up and that's it, pancakes and then burger. <laughs> I don't think that's what you should. So I'm very careful, and I just wondered what your thoughts were on it. Hmm. So there's um okay so i'm gonna because i'm going all over the place with it so i'm mm -hmm. going to going to stick some parameters on it so if we're thinking if we're talking like uh, again context of weight loss right so because again a lot of people are worried about weight loss mm -hmm. and um so you want to basically be in a calorie deficit during weight loss yep. and to be able to sustain that weight loss and um, so yeah, so while you're in that calorie deficit, what can happen is with, um, so you, you, with that calorie deficit, the idea is also, you know, just that uh, you, you say eating clean is like, I don't want to create those associations with, uh, yeah, with, like, with food, right? Cause that people already have those kinds of problems with it as well. I know, I know, and I know, I know you're coming from as well. It's just you say, taking that industry term and then that's like, um, just using it, um, but it's essentially, I mean, like, what is eating clean as well? It's like, you know, there's, exactly. like, who, who are you going to help with um, with a particular particular statement around exactly what it is to eat clean? But, um, but yeah, you, you're trying to get for more nutritionally dense food, essentially, rather than calorif just calorifically dense, because that helps associate you and that helps to um, uh, sustain you better uh, when you're... Uh, because yeah, because it's more nutritionally dense rather than calorie dense. Um, you can have you can have both. That's that's rare. It's um, uh, what you what you're trying to do is just essentially make sure that you're well nourished, so that you're able to stay satiated. And when you're staying satiated, it means you want to eat less food, and you're more likely it's easier for you to stay in a calorie deficit. Mm -hmm. And um, so when you're uh, when you're introducing a cheat day, you're like. If, for example, you've got a over, say, a six-day period, you've got a, you're going. For, I'm just going to make the math easy. So, yeah. you've got a 250, 200 calorie, um, uh, calorie deficit every day, right? And and then so you've got you know six days of being 1,200 calorie deficit. Mm -hmm. Then, if you have a cheat day. And then you go and eat 
like so you've got a 1200 calorie deficit and mm-hmm. on an average on, on a given day you are eating 2000 calories a day let's just say mm-hmm. then you build up a 1200 calorie deficit and uh, so on that seventh day if you eat um like 4000 calories right you've 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 got 800 calories above that deficit that you've created yeah. and on and on a week to week basis you've actually eaten more you've been in a calorie surplus than you've been in a calorie deficit so that can prevent you making gains yeah making the uh, making the uh, uh, headway towards your target yeah and um so it's like yeah i'm eating really really well six days out of seven on the seventh day i'm just having a cheat day what's what's the big deal it's like it doesn't have to be a big deal but as long as you're still in a calorie deficit yeah. and uh, and what's yeah. happening with cheat days is because they're so calorifically dense i mean i'll tell you i've i've been there i can tell you from personal experience as well so i'll, I'll go into that in a moment mm. but um you will you will just eat a shit ton of calories and yeah. um you without even realizing it because that's, that's easy, how easy it is it? pretty much it's a, it's a binge and um so uh, yeah, so having that cheat day is like okay, cool. We're fit helps you stay sane with like the food choices that you're making. Go ahead, you know, um, but make sure that if your goal is still to lose weight, then you've got to sustain a calorie deficit, and mm-hmm. that one cheat day can throw off the whole thing. And um, mm-hmm. so you have to you have to be sensible about that. So it's kind of like if the cheat day is there stay keep it to your regular calories and just or, or or bake it into your week where you're like okay i know i'm gonna have a few extra calories here but uh, make sure it doesn't uh, exceed um exceed your uh, exceed your expenditure so um and then in that way if like if you're able to do it sensibly like that it's like yeah cool um mm-hmm. here's something that i used to do so ages and ages ago um i was yeah i was doing something similar so i would like eat uh eat well during the week mm-hmm. and over the course of the week where i ever had like a craving come up i was like mm, i really want a crispy cream i would just make a note of it and okay. then another day i was like hmm i want cheesecake i'll make a note of that as well and i was like oh man i can't wait to eat pizza so i'd make a note of that as well so i basically had like pizza cheesecake and crispy cream like those were the things that i really wanted to have right and then Sunday would come around and I would order a pizza, go get some Krispy Kreme and uh, have a cheesecake as well. And, um, and then it, yeah. And then it satisfied that craving and it was just like making a note, making a note of it helped me like not go crazy and just, um, and just have it there and then it was like, no, the day's coming. The day's coming. I'm going to have it on that day. Like it. And, um, yeah, but, uh, but the thing is those cheat days used to go wild. Like, uh, (laughs) Oh. even especially when my cousin used to get involved oh man i mean it would be like yum yums double dozen crispy cream we'd go and like get some like burgers for takeout i just remember one day just being at his house and just lying on the floor on my belly just i was just prostrate i'd probably about five thousand calories later just going <laughs> and, and there's like the party that just goes that tasted so good but yeah. Lord have mercy, am I paying for it now? Yeah, and uh, and it's awful. And it's well, I mean, I could yeah, it could easily gone more. Uh, I know it was. I know there were days where it was just stupid. It was just stupid. And okay. then, 
but the thing is for me it was like the more i did that the less i wanted to do that so every yeah. week would come and then i was doing the same thing and i realized oh, i just don't want to feel like that so then it became a bit more of a reasonable cheat day yeah. i mean still maybe three thousand four thousand calories but i was like okay fine manageable. um a bit more manageable for me and um and then yeah so the i didn't want to basically spend a day in a food coma or just feeling awful in my body and my body just being like what Bad are you doing sleep. to you yeah yeah and all that kind of stuff so i just stopped so i just it came to a point where i was like no it's just a cheap meal you know yeah. and that's that's essentially what it comes down to so there can be time and a place for it to help you manage your like any kind of cravings it can help you manage um uh uh, was it just keep you sane uh, from all the food choices that you feel yeah. like you have to make? Um, but then the flip side is that is like, okay, well, what's the relationship with food, right? It's like, what's the relationship yeah. with healthy food? So if you feel like you have to look forward to a day where you get to eat whatever the hell you want, then there's a problem with the days when you are eating according to what's nourishing for your body, potentially. So there's kind of like, okay, let's flip that relationship with what is perceived to be healthy food. You know, let's let's make that more of a thing where it doesn't actually feel like you need to have a cheat day. You're actually not just satiated by the food that you're having, but you're really freaking enjoying the food that you're having, which is better for you overall. And you know it's better for you. You feel great when you're eating this stuff, yeah, right? Exactly. But so uh, you don't feel great when you stuff yourself with um, burgers and chips and, and shake. And, um, and it's like, and again, this isn't to say that none of that stuff, you should never have it. There's there's always a time and a place for it. You want to be able to have the things that you like indulging in. You want to be able to have the things that you enjoy <laughs> because if you can't do that, you're, you're driving yourself insane. Like you're not doing anything sustainable. So don't, don't bother. Yeah. You know, so, so there's that aspect of it as well, which is a relationship with food. If it helps you to, um, yeah, if, if, Essentially, the first point is like if it helps you manage cravings and stuff like that, then yeah, have that, and then start to address those those the issues that can come up with mm. just having a having a cheat day and and making sure that you know you're not overdoing it to the extent that if your goal is weight loss, then you're actually throwing yourself out of uh, out of weight loss. And um, then there's yeah the idea of a relationship with food. If you feel like you need to have a cheat day to make your whole week worthwhile, then it's like actually yeah. let's flip it on its head then also eventually i've come to realize is well come to realize is come to believe is um if if you're restricting it to a single day then it i think that that's just unnecessary is like mm -hmm. if you can you can do that is uh, you know again be sensible with it like have a donut on a monday you know, yeah. go and Go and have one of your meals be burger and fries, you know, and then just split it up across uh, over the course yeah. of the day. But again, uh, over the course of the week, for example, but then go and um, like really enjoy them, really be present with those meals. Um, but it's not taking it's not taking anything away from you uh, aiming towards the thing that you're aiming towards mm. um, in terms of the health and the shape that you want to be in. And um and you actually feel pretty good with the meals that you're having on a day-to-day -day basis anyway. Like, yeah. so um, you don't have to, you don't have to save it for a particular day. You can do it over the course of the week where, you know, 80% of your meals, you're basically nailing them. And then the 20% is where you just go, oh, yeah, I'm just going to let it go and indulge in the things that I really like. 
for me personally, I just I love pizza. I love burgers and fries and shake. Um, I'm a sucker for sweet food and chocolates and stuff. So, so yeah. So it's like I could just um, yeah. And then yeah, that I know when I'm overdoing it as well because mm. I just like as soon as I finish, I'm like, Ugh, <laughs> yeah, that feels sickening. Okay. And so, yeah. Yeah, so it is difficult as well because with those hyperpalatable foods, it's so easy to consume so many without realizing mm. it. I've done this numerous times as well, like you know those uh, uh, bags of crisps. I call them Tyrells, <laughs> Tyrells. Tyrells sounds better to me. To be fair, Tyrell is well Tyrell. better. Tyrell. Yeah. Yes, I know the one. Yeah, but I remember, <laughs> I remember when I got called out on that as well. They were like, "What Tyrell? They're Tyrells." And they were laughing because obviously I turned, because the reason I called it Tyrell's was, remember Snatch, um, Tyrone. Yeah. Oh yeah, okay. It's like, and Tyrone's like, cool Siam. And they kept calling him Tyrone, right? It, well, kept calling, his name was Tyrone. And then I saw, I saw Tyrell's, but I read Tyrell's <laughs> because, of, because of Tyrone, even though that was completely wrong. So I've been saying like Tyrell's for years. I was like, I'm just seeing these like the Tyrell's potato chips. And then once my... <laughs> It was my client actually, and he goes, ah, "They're called Tyrells," and I was cracking. I was like, "No, nah, I'm never gonna, I'm never gonna call them Tyrells. I'm gonna call them Tyrells. That, Tyrells. That's it." Um, but yeah, so yeah, God, they're so easy to just down a whole bag because they just taste so good. Like that's that's like 600 calories, and I've done that, and I went, "Oh shit, that happened really quickly." <laughs> so, so popcorn, bag of popcorn, mm. 100 gram, 700 calories. So yeah, it's easy to do. Well, that's the thing. Well, it's, it's interesting because volume wise, popcorn is, um, you can have a handful of popcorn and it's like 10 to 20 calories is nothing. Right. But if you have a handful of crisps, it can be like a hundred calories. Yeah. So, so it's, vo it's like the volume of popcorn, but like, yeah, if you have a hundred grams, like that's a lot of volume. Yeah. So it's like that much. Which Whereas if you just, yeah. Oh God. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. So there's, there's the volume that matters there as well. Whereas, yeah. you know, uh, yeah, it's crazy. It's like that's 700 calories, but then you could fit 700 calories worth of chocolate I in your know. hand. I so, know. <laughs> right? so it's, uh, it's the density there. Yeah, um, it is nuts. But yeah, but I think, um, but yeah, to kind of like, I guess, wrapping that up is with, when it comes to cheat days is you can have a cheat day as long as it doesn't derail you from the goal that you're trying to achieve. You have to be very conscious of the amount of food that you're having with a cheat day. And um if it helps you keep like cravings in check, then um, great. If it helps stop you from eating excessively during the course of the week, uh, then great. Um, but ultimately, what it's really, if if it feels like you know, it's it's a way to go. It's a it's 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 it is it is there is it's a lifestyle choice. You can just do that. Mm -hmm. But um, but if it's coming down to having a cheat day because you just uh, it makes the week worthwhile then I me personally I believe you need to look at your relationship with the week that you're having and with the food choices and the habits and uh, the kinds of foods that you're eating on a day-to-day -day basis and change your relationship with them so that a cheat day isn't something that you feel like you have to calendar in and uh, look forward to it can just be uh, it can just be a normal part of your day and you don't have to go all out you can just spread uh, spread out over the course of the week, you know, have a little bit of dessert with one meal, have pancakes for breakfast for, you know, yeah. one of these days, you know, just make it work for you um, in a more sustainable way. Good advice. Thank you very much. Yeah. Is this personally yeah, no, for you? Really yeah, no, no, no. I mean, uh, when you were talking, I was, um, 
I was thinking it's it's also down to portion control as well, isn't it? Um, mm, mm. And 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 I think it then comes back to information. It's like knowing how many calories you need to eat in a day and how much your meals contain as well, right? It's mm-hmm. it's not just about eating really well. It's about how much you're eating as well because it's great to eat really healthy healthy foods, but it's the amount you're eating as well because that's going to play an effect or have an effect mm-hmm. on your weight loss. So it's knowing and learning about your portion control as well and what works for you. I know when I've had, eaten too many carbs. I know when um, I've overdone it. Um, and I think it's just learning it. I, and I'm definitely with you on the the cheat days. I would rather have a donut one day, have a pizza another day, and 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 just incorporate it into my week that way. And and I enjoy the food that I eat anyway. You know, it's. Hmm. I think you just get used to it, don't you? I, I enjoy chicken salad, whatever it is that that you know hmm. having my week. So yeah. Yeah, but there's. Um... With that is like the way you said that is where you just get used to it. I was like, oh, that's kind of sad. <laughs> <laughs> well, kale isn't the best thing, is it? I mean, who likes kale? <laughs> <laughs> it's what like exciting? chewy, rubbery kale. No, but like, uh, yeah, you get used to it is one thing. But the thing is, for me, is like, I don't, there's no compromises for me when it comes to enjoying food. I love food yeah, so much. I like, I I would be a hundred and ten kilo chef if. Uh, if you just let me go, like in three, like, I don't know, give me, give me a few months and that's it. That's what it'll take. But, uh, but not in a healthy way. Right. Is, is what I'm saying. Um, it would yeah, be detrimental yeah. for my health. Yeah. So, uh, so I, yeah, I put a lot of effort into being present with my Same. food and just really, yeah. really enjoying Good advice. it. Advice. Yeah. I think, um, I think, I think it's required, especially, especially if you are on restriction as well. It's mm. just like, you know that like, we talked about last week, but Chris Pratt, where he yeah, was just like, he, it was so funny. But it's also, yeah. But it's also like you know, just you know, you gotta know what you're getting yourself into with that kind of thing. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, he's just like, I'm so enjoying this moment. I'm, <laughs> I'm looking forward to this so badly. Oh, yeah, he yeah. was brilliant. That was so. I yeah. used to love his little videos of him yeah. unwrapping whatever it was, a protein <laughs> yeah. bar. So good. Yeah, and so. So it's like, yeah, just be super present with your food. And then I, I, and just there's, there's so much to it in terms of like you, when you cook your own food, you're making exactly how you'd want it as well. Is, um, there's, that's such a, such a good feeling to eat your Mm -hmm. own food where it's in the flavors that you actually really want it to be in. You know, what's gone into it as well. It's like, and I have to say, I cook so much of my own food that when I do have a takeaway, I don't feel great after, if I'm honest. Mm. So, uh, yeah, because I, I have very few takeaways that I, I don't actually feel brilliant when I've had food that I haven't cooked. And I don't mean it that I'm an amazing chef. It just means that I know what I've, I've put into my food and it's all quite basic. And and so when you have lots of additives, whatever it is that they put in, I don't know, it doesn't mm. make you feel great either. Um, mm-hmm. So that's part of it as well, I think. Yeah. Yeah, just yeah, you're knowing what goes into your food. You're mm. you're making it yourself. So there's there's that element of like you know the effort that you put in and the reward yeah. that you get from the effort that you put in and from the flavors and everything. I think there's a lot to that as well. So that's why yeah, I don't think there's any substitute for home cooked food no, in terms I of um, you know, just in terms of pure 
Yeah, like pure enjoyment. I mean, uh, there are a couple of exceptions. Like, you know, you go to a good burger joint or you go to a good steak joint or something. Yeah. It's like, obviously, is like, yeah, that's that's just legit. That's legit. You're making my mouth water. I know. I'm starting to do it myself. I was like, mm, nom, 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 nom. <laughs> <laughs> but then, but then what I do, like, I don't know, because that's me as well. So I just spend, I end up like investing time and figuring out how to make a good steak at home as good as I can with the stuff yeah, that I got. Nice. And then making right really good burgers at home and then you know all that like that's that's what i end up doing so over the last few weeks is like week on week i've just been improving a burger recipe for like okay having the kind of flavor in the burgers that i want mm -hmm. but also um yeah just knowing how to cook them as best as i can so i'm limited now because like the, the best way for me to cook them is put them in the oven i don't yeah. really have a good grill so i'm yeah. like i really want to get these grilled and barbecued and properly because that would be Oh my God, it'll be so good. So, yes. um, so yeah, so it's like, that's what I end up doing is like, okay, well, I'm, di and, and then, then it's just so much more satisfying because I've made it myself. You know, there's the effort, yeah. there's the love that's gone into that. And then a reward of eating the thing that you put effort into. Yeah. And, yeah, um, yeah, it's, um, and then, yeah. And then like, you know, that burst of flavors that you are like, yeah, this is, this is my thing. And then the effort you've taken to get to that point where it's actually really worth having as well, you know, yeah. it's like, I've just, yeah, I've spent a few weeks of uh, like the last batch that I made was the best batch. And it was like, and you just learn a lot about the, like what it takes to do something well, like, uh, like enjoy, uh, and, and you learn a lot about cooking as well that way. Like, yeah, you know, of course just yeah just little things um just little things which make a big difference so yeah for example with burgers and stuff it's like um it's like yeah the the fat is what's holding the burger together so just get a good cut of uh, fatty meat okay. and um, then you don't really have to use a use a binder you don't have to use an egg to oh really at least at least uh, well but then it depends on what you're putting into the burger as well so if you put more stuff in then it's going to need something to keep it yeah, bound together Whereas if it's uh, if it's not, I don't think you you don't really need to you don't really need to whack anything in there. And that's the other thing I'm thinking is like after having played around with a couple of things, I was like putting a bit of garlic and thyme in the burgers, and it was like so damn good. But then I was like, you know what? Probably simpler, like make it even leave simpler. It just like yeah. just leave it. Just like don't don't do anything and just basically salt it right before you cook it. And mm. then that's that's gonna be that's gonna be the one. But yeah, yeah I'm just gonna. Keep, well, I'm just going to keep playing with it and see what yeah. happens. But you're talking about making it complicated. Um, my when I was talking about it with my flatmate, and then she found a video of uh, a peanut butter burger. Exactly with beef, that face. like a beef burger with peanut butter. So here's yeah. So I don't know how I feel about that. Go on, tell yeah. me. <laughs> so I was like, "Is God? You got like goddamn Americans, man? This is." this is what they're good at they're just good at making up random shit and yeah. me I, in a twisted way i'm like what that's disgusting yeah. i must try this yeah i want to try it but i'm like yeah. I'm not sure how i feel carry yeah. on so, yeah, that's it i was like okay so you got the burger and uh and i was in my head i was like okay so you're just going to spread peanut butter on the bun and yeah. like put it in the no, burger, well, don't you this is it i know All i was right. like what you're actually cooking you're actually peanut putting butter. peanut butter into the batter, the, the batter, into the uh, the mix, and then cooking the burger, and it's got peanut butter in there. That was one version, and I was, I was no, mind blown. Sure I was like, that. yeah, I, I was just thinking that's surely that's disgusting. But there was the more sensible, quote unquote, 
version, which was yeah, actually what you think it would be, which is just spread some peanut butter on the on the burger in the in the bun. Yeah. And uh, I was like, okay, I might be prepared to try that one day. But no, because then then I, I feel like I've I've wasted a burger because I don't know. No, I'm not sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. It's like. Uh, Ugh, it's worth it. it's just going in knowing that you might have just sacrificed a burger and it's okay exactly it, it's like, <laughs> yeah. I, don't know, I don't know how i feel about that but yeah okay yeah there, mm. there's some funny old stuff out there i did have something mm. to say but i've forgotten it now oh no that was it mm. sometimes so i love that you make all your own food and it's a process and you know it's about you know, taking your time and doing that but sometimes for me especially sometimes i just don't want to cook like as, as oh a yeah i mean like yeah, don't get me wrong. There's like there's a there's an Indian that's local to me, and then there's a Turkish there's a Turkish place that's nearby and nearby us as well. They yeah. do great food. So nice. you know, yeah, one, probably one or two times a week, it'll be like okay, we can get the the Turkish because oh, again, you, like you relatively, yeah. yeah, it's like it's relatively like a like Turkish food for me. I'm like okay, there's 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 healthy choices with Turkish like right. really easily, sure. right? And then yeah, with the Indian, it's like okay, I'm just going to get a chicken tikka masala with some rice and. Um, Occasionally thrown a naan as well if I want the extra calories, but nice. it is um, yeah, and it's great and it's nice. And so you know, sometimes yeah, you just don't want to. You just want to chill out, and you just want cook. somebody else to yeah. yeah. You just want somebody else to have served you. You know, it's like oh, yeah. that feels good getting served. Um, Forgot what that's like. To be fair, <laughs> yeah, Going yeah, to that's a right. Yeah, what is what is that? What's a restaurant? I don't know. I, people people come to my house and and hand me food, which is great. Um, I don't mm. mainly for my son, but yeah, I, I, yeah, we're allowed to we're allowed to go to restaurants as of Monday, aren't we? And go and sit inside, right? I'm going inside now. Ooh. I think so risque. I know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it's all very confusing, but um, but yeah, I forget yeah. what it's like to be served food. I do all the. The food cooking so uh yeah, yeah, yeah. it'd be nice to go sit in a restaurant and go yes thank you that's great yeah, yeah exactly great. yeah enjoy that as well yeah like, uh, is, is is noah taking a hand at cooking mm, I, I came <laughs> from my class the other day and he'd made <laughs> he'd made uh non-cook cookie dough and there was just shit everywhere so yeah he does all right <laughs> He was like, "Well, I didn't want to put the oven on, so I've just made non-cook uh, cookie dough." So there was. Are you just munching on cookie that. dough? Yeah, you just with a bowl like that and a spoon. Respect. <laughs> <laughs> That's excellent. Yeah. Like, I want some cookie dough. He just made some so cookie I dough. I was hungry, so I've just cooked a non-cook cookie dough. I was like, "Right, you could have, you could have had some toast, or you could have had, you know, uh, some nah. cheese." No, no, non-cook cookie dough. One track, I want cookie dough, and I want it now. Yeah, and so he made it. Do, That's respect. Really At least, awesome. he, yeah. And yeah. we we do cook stuff together, but it's mainly sweet stuff, and it ends up with me screaming. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting the eggshell in the cake, you know. But it is, yeah. It's it is fun, and he does know how to cook stuff, and and you know, yeah. It's all part of it, though. When. When they're that age, you, you teach them how to use the washing machine, you teach them how to use the dishwasher, you teach them how to do this. So it's all coming. Hmm. So, yeah, he's got to know how to Stop. cook soon. Yeah, hell yeah. Oh, man, that's a, that's a life skill. Huge. Because yeah. lots of Such people don't know deal. how. Mm -hmm. Food. It's what we do every single day. Like, just learn how to do it well. You've got to learn how to do it well. 
mm-hmm. and have a few, just a few choice recipes up your sleeve. If you mm. know how to cook a few things, you're, you're golden. So, yeah. Yes. Yeah. You're right. You're right. I'm just thinking, what's your go-to? What, what do I cook? Mm. Uh, like that, that, that recipe, those few recipes, like, yeah. So I cook, I, I, I cook from scratch really quickly, pasta sauce um, with pancetta, and that's really nice. I mm. also cook a really nice aubergine pasta, aubergine and gorgonzola pasta, which is really quick. Um, for me, it's got to be quick. Uh, things mm. like that. Lamb burgers, again, really quick with gorgonzola. I love mm. <laughs> getting the cheese theme here, but they are mm. awesome. I cook those really well. Um, and then just roasts, like go to like chicken and then pork shoulder. Uh, yeah, just, I have a few things that will cook really quickly just because I have to because I get really tired. But no, if I'm going to town, it'll be like a pork shoulder roast or something like that where you put it in the oven for like six, seven hours. And you like constantly keep on it and yeah, all those sort of things. So, mm. but pasta sauce has to be like a really quick go-to. Burgers again, uh, bolognese. It's all quite meat-based, but then just chicken, just chuck it in. Yeah. You know, so Bam. what about you? Um, what? Yeah, burgers, burgers, salad, sweet potato. Oh yeah, all of that. Yeah. Salad. That's- that's like that's a solid go-to. Essentially, the salad and the sweet potatoes is pretty much there all the time. Yeah, same. And uh, but then it's just a matter of what's the main going to be. It's like yeah. I'll get some, I'll get some salmon, put a bit of garlic and and salt on it, and then that that can be that can be the the flesh, the meat, um, the, sorry, the protein, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, the burgers as well. So I'll get a bit of thyme and um, salt and pepper whack that on the surface, put them in, they're easy. Yeah. And then, yeah, steak as well. So steak, oh, yeah, we or just, yeah. yeah, just put a little bit of salt on it, let it get to room temperature, put a little bit of salt on it, and then, um, yeah, fry, uh, pan cook that bad boy up. So, yeah, so essentially those are always the go-tos. And uh, then it's just a matter of whether it's going to be steak, burgers, mm. fish, and then chicken, I yeah, I've stopped making it so much myself. Like I'm just not enjoying it as much when I'm cooking it. I just okay. like it. Like other people are, other people have got better recipes than me for chicken. Right. And um, or at least I just yeah haven't been bothered as much. And then but yeah, breakfast is like proper, like actually properly done scrambled eggs. Nice. And then with bacon. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's good. But then, uh, my, yeah, and then the other go-to is like, basically, if I'm going to have like two things per day, it's basically going to be one of those things I just described, the salad and the sweet potato with mm-hmm. um, with either um, burgers or steak or uh, fish. And then the other one is my smoothie, which is really simple go-to. It's basically spinach, strawberries, blueberries, banana, peanut butter, oats, chia seeds, and whey protein. Nice. And then... Bam. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So I'll change. Yeah, well, I'll change that up as well. So that can be in the sense that more water, I'll just drink it. Less water, I'll just pour it all into a bowl and scoop and in mm. one, and scoop it out. Nice. So yeah. Or um, if I feel like I want it to be warm, then I will do the oats. Yeah. And with um, protein powder. Put, and, and cook them up. Yeah. And then when they're finished cooking, nice. I'll put the protein powder in. Yeah. Afterwards. Yum. Good idea. Mm. Yeah, it's really good. 
I really, nice. yeah, good. Like those staples is like, if I've got those two things, I am set. Like I mm. know I'm fine for the day. Yeah. And um, yeah, yeah, and then the rest is just a bit bit filler, a bit of extra. Mm. Donut. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just, yeah, things could go wrong. I have to... I know. You You live near some choice places to go and get good desserts, mm. I have to say. Yeah dangerous mm -hmm. if i live near there i'd be yes. there all the time i know i mean like mulberry street market I know. is oh, my God. oh man it's like saturdays and sundays so <laughs> you know we've easily... just spent about an hour and a half talking about food brilliant that's like one of my favorite things to do i know we're talking about it but I'm... I'm just gonna go to town now i'm gonna go eat that's what i'm gonna do do it my... i want uh, yeah the Maltby the Maltby brownies i'm definitely mm. gonna go and get one of those one day well, the um, woman there makes a bacon and maple syrup brownie. Oh, my Lord. Does she? And it's a, is and it it's good? It's actually good. And it's oh. good. That bacon in a brownie. It's See, like, again, we I, figured I that know, out. I don't know if I'd go for that because I'd be upset at my choice of brownie if I didn't like it. I'd have to just go for your normal brownie. Just get all of them then. Okay. <laughs> you yeah. could never be upset. <laughs> yeah, just have pieces of all, yeah. No, yeah. I could do that. I could do that. Yeah, exactly. All right. Yeah, I'm going to go eat. This yeah. is it. I need to eat. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I hope, uh, hope everybody listed got something out of this episode today, talking about cheap meals and talking about uh, getting enough food for strength training and like uh, other stuff in between as well, just a bit of, for a bit of fun. Journaling and breath work, of course. God, that feels like that was forever ago. I know. <laughs> yeah. That's like we talk about food forever. Yeah. Oh, God. I'm going to, uh, I could I could do that all day. It's like, yeah, like, like Captain America, I could do this all day. <laughs> That's definitely something I could do cool. all day. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. no, it's awesome. And um, yeah, thank you very much for tuning in. And find us on Instagram at Evolve Achieve Thrive. Tell us what you're thinking about the episode. Subscribe to the show. Um, the more subscribers we get, it really helps us to get the show out there as well. And please leave a rating and review if you're enjoying tuning in and listening and uh, even watching on YouTube. Then uh, give, us, uh, give us a rating and we'd be really excited to know what you genuinely think about the show. So take it easy, people. Yeah. Till next time.